Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Shiny bubbles. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Sing it to me. That's really all I have mastered oh. in terms of the lyrics. But this guy... Uh-huh. Don Ho, he was Hawaiian Frank Sinatra, and like when you listen to him, it's he's he's like iconic. Like you absolutely have heard his voice before. Mm-hmm. Tiny bubbles. I do not think I've heard that song. Well, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's actually. Yeah, yeah. Just keep looking at me like that and saying that with my sultry, yeah. hey girl, hey girl eyes. All right, all right. You know. Speaking of the the small voice in the back that you hear, <laughs> Chelsea's here with her family. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go around the room and do introductions. Hi everybody, I'm Kate. I'm Chelsea. I'm Erin. I'm Kelly. Yay! We've got our first studio. Well, no, not, not our first really. studio audience. But like but probably, probably our, our largest. largest. <laughs> Three extra people. Does this count as our first live show? Fuck it, why kind not? We're fans. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's such a weird <laughs> So yeah, feel free to chime in at any time. All right, so we uh, we have these guests in today because mm-hmm. Jeff is home in Grand Rapids, and so we are maximizing our hangout time. And I was bothering me. <laughs> did you just viciously yank a hair out yeah, of your head? Yeah, it was just like in my face, so I just took it and I... Blink. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you can make a polyjuice potion if you want. Hey! <laughs> that was so nerdy, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Just kidding, I loved it, and I was singing Stop a polyjuice it. potion already. Yeah. What color do you think yours would turn? I don't know. Uh, um, what is my essence? What is my aura? Hang on, I'm not high enough to know. Okay. No. Just kidding, I'm actually not high at all. <laughs> but that is how you see auras. This is for all the police listening and the narcs. You know what's fun? I'm well past the statute of limitation on all my crimes. I That's could good. talk about all of it. All right. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> Gotta leave some fucking mystery. Yeah. Okay. So today we are talking about Hawaii. Speaking of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Tiny. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Tiny <laughs> bubbles. Uh, we actually got. Should, okay, for those of you who want to play along, take a drink every time you drink into that song. I guess people will fucking die. We will send our listeners to the goddamn hospital. Uh, all right, so today we're actually talking about Hawaii, and we're talking about Hawaii at the suggestion of one of our wonderful fans. Alex, uh, whose fun fact, uh, grandfather was a kahuna, was a kahuna. Yeah, and which... I, I thank you, big shout out to Alex for putting us through <laughs> torture of trying to pronounce all of these names. You know what though? It's good gonna job. Be super fun. Thank you, uh, Alex. Thank you for that. We also would like to sincerely apologize since butchering names is what we do, and mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna try. Uh, your grandfather, Papa, was a kahuna. Papa Henry. Fuck me. Awe. <laughs> Papa Henry Awe. Sounds right, right? He was a kahuna and he was known as Hawaii's medicine man. So you shared that in the discussion group and you were like, let's talk about Hawaii. And I was like, fucking yeah, let's talk about Hawaii. It's kind of summery. You know? Well, it's... it is summery. And also Hawaii's got a lot going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the massive uh, uh, 
Volcano? Thank you. <laughs> I mean, saying Hawaii has a massive volcano is kind of like an understatement, but the volcano's doing things right now. <laughs> so uh, right now they have, what, 1% of the big island evacuated, something like 3,000 people. Damn. Uh, on the on the island are being evacuated. Now those people were already living in kind of like the lava section, so they knew what they were getting into. They had a plan in place. Um, this isn't like a Hurricane Katrina style tragedy. Not Pompeii level tragedy. Either. Oh, I guess Pompeii is a much better. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yes. Uh, very good. So, uh, but still, uh, Hawaii, our hearts are with you, and we hope that. Uh, our hearts are with you, and uh, also we're gonna apologies. butcher your names and places, and I'm sorry that we are so aggressively white. Cool, oh. <laughs> very cool. Uh, so I also get to say one of my least favorite English words. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, archipelago. Archipelago. It is a terrible word. <laughs> it's projectile spit. Did you just spit everywhere? So so far, you've yanked out your own hair and spit all over the place. And that's what we're up to today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can laugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're laughing. You're on your own. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so, archipelago. An archipelago, it's an island chain, and that is really what Hawaii is. Now, when we talk about Hawaii, mm-hmm. you're going to picture a chain of islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually Moana, eight. Moana. Um... One of the islands. Oh, 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 the moon. <laughs> oh I was like, God. definitely one of the one islands of the is islands. not named Moana. <laughs> <laughs> named Mo- uh, okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Moana. I love Moana. Um, but anyway, so uh, it's an archipelago, uh, eight big islands. Do you want to hear their names? Yes. Do you want to hear me butcher their names? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so Hawaii is the big island as well as the chain. The chain mm-hmm. is also Hawaii. So fucking work with that. Uh, to make that less difficult uh they've given all of the major the eight major islands their own names as well now do you think they did that to make our lives easier or did they just already have names i would love to say that it wasn't to make our lives easier i, I think mean, it's that's because probably i think it's because of white people really yeah they didn't have names before no they definitely they have they have hawaiian language names well yeah but nobody okay go on okay is... <laughs> yeah. so big island uh-huh. that's hawaii Maui. I know you can handle that one. Yes. Okay. That one's called the Valley Isle. I know that one. Oahu. Uh-huh. That is the gathering place. And now we leave what we can say. <laughs> uh, so. I have them listed here too. So this is really just a quiz for you. <laughs> Kauai is the Garden Isle. Okay. Molokia is the Friendly Isle. Okay, that's not how I'm I gonna would. go with Molokia. Molokia, fuck me. Molokai. I'm, Molokai. That's what could I. Be that. I could be wrong too. It's distinctly possible <laughs> what, that what I. Mean? <laughs> when writing my notes, I may have switched the A and the I to write Kia because that makes more sense to my head. What do you write? She just said it's Melania. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Probably just blew out the speakers with that, but that very good. I hope that. Oh no! Oh no! Um, So that is the Friendly Isle. Lanai is the Pineapple Isle. Niihau is the Forbidden Isle. Mm -hmm. And then Ka, fuck, Kaha Kaho Oloe. Why not? I don't have that one. That's the target isle. And it's only 44 square miles and it has no fresh water. So nobody like lives there. They literally use it for just for bombing. But it was listed as the eight main islands. So 
archipelago with those. It also has a number of small islands and little little rock outcroppings. So there's a lot to Hawaii. It's not just the big island. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm so sorry about Hawaii. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about what I'm doing. Stop it. Okay. Um, so Hawaii actually uh, has long been a majorly important part of the North Pacific. Mm-hmm. Because uh, for seafaring cultures for the last 2,000 some odd years, Hawaii has been an important source of fresh water in the middle of the saltwater ocean. That makes sense. Water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. <laughs> so uh, the Polynesians... Some... I have someone to make like gym facial expressions too, and uh, it's, it's too tempting. wonderful. Chelsea, leave the room. <laughs> anyway. Uh... <laughs> So the Polynesians settled it uh, 1,500 years ago, uh-huh. roughly. Uh, they got there from the uh, east coast of the Asian continent. Okay. And they navigated there using the stars. So uh, navigation and uh, seafaring was an important part of the culture that they brought to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Again, um, just watch Moana and you'll... Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want a fun fact about how they navigated? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There are very important jet streams that Uh carry slightly warmer water up from the 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 equator, Um, and staying inside the jet stream Mm -hmm. meant keeping the wind. Okay, and so um, it was very important to be able to differentiate that ever so slightly warmer water for these navigational people. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the most sensitive part of the human body is? It's going somewhere in that direction. <laughs> it's the dick, isn't it? It's the <laughs> testicles. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, men would lower, put their lower oh half. Oh, my God. Just and... like, wait, 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 wait. Like, just like dunking halfway or just like <laughs> e I, 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 I think they would sit with their junk in the just water like, and just like feel. The only thing getting wet is <laughs> that's just what I'm imagining them like. I, them. So I don't have my own pair of testicles, but all the testicles that I've seen and dealt with, <laughs> for, I, like I'm not an owner, but I certainly am a user oh of testicles. Um, yes. And so I've never seen any that sit so far low unless he was maybe like an elder. Yeah. Because they really... And they're more sensitive. They Yeah, well, and they get droopy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I got this thousand just yard like, stare going on right like now. Just like leaning over and boop. I, <laughs> boop it in right there. I'm going to, for my own mm-hmm. like mental health and safety, I'm going to picture Dwayne The Rock Johnson doing it. Oh, okay. And his testicles are high and tight so and he's beautiful. So he's got a dunk. Full. What? In. Wait, huh? I'm sorry. I got distracted. This what are we talking about? Is, okay. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Want to leave this alone and keep going? Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. Uh, so, uh, Hawaii was first, uh, quote unquote, discovered by Europeans by Captain James Cook, who was a cartographer and a navigator and an explorer. And I'm just still like, they. Are found, you still thinking about Dave the Rock Dragon? Dave. The <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Are you still thinking about the rock navigation? <laughs> you know what? I my vagina has led me on many explorations, and we have always gotten where we wanted to go. Okay, carry on. <laughs> you all right? Stop thinking about the rock naked. You're being so immature. 
I'm in a room of giggles. I'm just like, <laughs> I didn't know that there was like a weirder like first name for that man than Dwayne. <laughs> and like somehow <laughs> Dave is weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making things that were otherwise normal terrible is something that I do well. Uh, okay. Together, yeah. <laughs> You're not okay right now. <laughs> All right. Are you drunk on I'm the tiny like... bubble? Everyone drinks. Drinks. <laughs> okay. Oh, Back okay. to white people. Back to Dave. Ruining everything. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Captain Cook, I kind of feel both ways about him. Mm-hmm, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, that fucking Captain Cook. And then apparently he was also pretty well respected by the Pacific Islanders themselves. Um, to a point, because hashtag he was murdered eventually by the Pacific Islanders. <laughs> All right. But in their defense, he did try to kidnap their king. <laughs> so, yeah, there was uh, there was an issue of a stolen boat on his third voyage to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the he was well-respected in the town, but he was sick of his shit getting taken. And so uh, he went to kind of daylight capture Black Bag the King. And as the uh, islanders were like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, they attacked him and they stabbed him and they clubbed his head until he was dead in the sea. But then they kept his body and put him through uh, parts of their traditional respectful burial until they returned what was left to his uh, other, I don't know, boat comrades. What do you call people who are on a boat together? Shipmates. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to go with boat comrades because I like that. Crew. Crew. That's probably the word I wanted. That's also a good word. But comrades. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that should every time Kate can't figure out what word she wants to say, take a fucking drink. (laughs) That happens a lot. The boat comrades. Anyway, his crew, uh, they they gave him his bones back and they buried him at sea. Um, so, and that happened less than a year after, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, so he, he arrived in 1778, according to the notes that I found, All right. and he was killed in 1779, so, you know. <laughs> um, oh. so he was one of the first, uh, Europeans that we know of to visit the Hawaiian Islands. He named them the Sandwich Isles for oh. the Earl of Sandwich. Okay. Which, mm-hmm. if I ever I wanted a royal title, that's the one I would want. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It'd be a good one. Um, so, shortly after the death of Captain Cook, and by shortly I mean about 50 years, uh, they actually were able to unite uh-huh. the archipelago. Archipelago. No. But yes. Um, by, and I'm sorry again, everybody, but I'm going to do my best. <clears throat> King Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. That was in 1810, and he made the whole archipelago nope archipelago archipelago i can't i hate that word he made the whole chain of islands yeah uh one unified body ruled by him that was in 1810 uh he had he established a dynasty Mm -hmm. uh it uh went through all the way uh 1891 to 1893 the last queen took the throne in 1891 she was overthrown. Are you about to start stomping on my style? I am not. I haven't even said her name. Okay. Chill out. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so she took the throne in 1891. She was overthrown. You're still taking my style. <laughs> You're right. I have all this in my notes. And now it's in the future, and <laughs> that's where we are. No, well, why don't I just break in with my story? Because are you, well, but I have more stuff. 
All right, so we Jen's can come gonna, back to you. Yeah, Jen's gonna talk about. But I have more stuff. I know. We'll come back to you. No. <laughs> so, I'll just drop back in right here. None of this is in order, honey. This okay. is. Do you see? So over here, here, one, two, three, and then four down okay. at the bottom. I told you. I and I told you that I would just touch on her. Okay. Well, you did. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> In 1893, the U.S. government began the overthrow and annexation of Hawaii. Uh, by 1959, they became uh, the 50th state. Okay. They've contributed a lot to American culture while developing their own culture. Did you know that the steel guitar was coming that was invented in Hawaii? No. Oh, I take that as a solid no. The look on your face says no. It's not a fact I, I had before not, today, I did Kate. Not know that. <laughs> um, so. Steel guitar, really important to them. Um, major instrument that you'll find in a lot of their songs, along with the ukulele. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had a lot of really important artists, um, including Don Ho, who sang Tiny Bubbles. He was from the 50s, 50s into the 60s. Okay. Um, again, kind of like this uh, Hawaiian Frank Sinatra. But when most people think of Hawaiian music, they think of Brother Is. Do you know who that is? The one with the really long name that you're not even going to... I'm end. not even going to fucking try. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, but he was a major the figure. The one Over who the rainbow, what a wonderful made the world. song that every single person from a certain time to another time had in their wedding video. Yes. And in our family, we and used graduation. it all for funeral songs. Yeah. Every yeah. all-purpose song. Yeah. Oh, it really is. I mean, it's kind of a, it's a joyous song. It's a sad song. And, uh... It's like Good Riddance from Green Day. <laughs> yes. Such a great song. So, like, inappropriately too. used, too. <laughs> um, so, Brother Is, his name was Israel, is... Something, something, something. something. with a K. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Kamakawai Wole, possibly. I'm sorry, everybody. I, I'm not gonna try that. He was really cool, though. He, uh, he was a very large man, so I automatically like him. Uh, he was one of the big stars. He was a singer. He was an activist for Hawaiian sovereignty. Uh, he combined the songs um, with uh, ukulele, jazz, and reggae, kind of created Hawaiian island music. Uh, he was married to a beautiful woman named Marlene. Uh, they have one daughter, and unfortunately he died in 1997, right when we kind of first found out about him properly. Yeah. But that song has very much lived on. Uh, when he died, he was actually the third Hawaiian to ever be laid in state at the Capitol building in Honolulu. Hmm. And people from all over came to like pay tribute and leave lays. Uh, he was a big deal. It would be like Adele dying. Not, not Adele. <laughs> She'll never die. Just gonna knock on wood real quick. <laughs> um, so uh, Don Ho, uh, brother is, um, and then also of course, 44th president of the United States, Barack Obama. Oh yeah. Born in Honolulu. <laughs> Um, so they've contributed quite a lot. They have some really cool customs. Do you want to hear a couple? Yes. Okay, so you're going... Remember... What if I just said no? <laughs> I would tell you anyway. I don't give a shit. I would just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> There's kind of no stopping me okay. once I've started. <laughs> so um, the because of their place in the North Pacific, uh, their culture is kind of this like wonderful salad of Japanese, Polynesian... Chinese, uh, uh, Filipino, Korean, and uh, Portuguese, which I found surprising. That's, yeah. A lot of Portuguese people came to work on their uh, sugar plantations oh, and okay. pineapple plantations. And so they have this wonderful American, truly American culture salad. So you'll hear some of these things. 
and you'll be like, oh, wait, we cut this from here and here and here. So mm-hmm. uh, it's very common when you meet somebody, uh, instead of saying hello or hi, you give a kiss on the cheek. Um, you never wear your shoes inside. Um, women use flower codes left over from the Victorian era oh to... Oh, my God. I know. To say whether or not they're available. Uh, so if you wear it on your right ear, a flower, a bloom behind your right ear, you're available. <laughs> and if it's behind your left, you're taken. Hmm. Um, dum, 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 dum. Spam is a very popular food because it preserves well. And also it is delicious. Oh, hot take. Have you ever tried it? Because I feel your judgment. It was a long time ago, so I don't remember. Do you guys eat... Have you ever eaten no, Spam? My sister-in-law. She makes it a lot. It's yeah, it's so good. good. It is good. It's really, really good. Um, you can. Uh, my favorite way to have it is uh, Spam slices with teriyaki hmm. uh, over rice. Fucking fabulous. Yeah. Um, also, they make um, musubi. So it's, uh, it's grilled with uh, rice wrapped in nori. From, you know, uh, sushi nori. Um, and then uh, my... Because my family's white trash. <laughs> mac and cheese? Because that's how my family did it. <coughs> Spam and mac and cheese? Yeah, like instead of hot dogs. <laughs> Don't tell me that you are judging this. I'm not. I just, uh, I've never, well, I've never done hot dogs and mac and cheese. Mm. Hot dogs were a little too expensive for us. Interesting. So we would do, you know, mac and cheese and mac and cheese. And then you oh. have to add a lot of milk and that's where you're getting your protein. It was more like a soup. <laughs> than a than a noodle dish but i would i would eat that no uh, my family you take a can of spam chop it up with onion and celery and add mayonnaise and deli mustard and it's a dip it's a really good like cracker dip okay look at your judgment face no it's mostly the celery celery it's michigan's number one crop it is it is (laughs) the most reliable i know of all the like potentially it really is. It's just it has, a vehicle for it water. It has a semi-offensive flavor. Huh. It's fine. We don't need to dwell on it. It is kind of stringy. Yeah. When I had braces, call uh, cauliflower, uh, bro, fuck, celery. celery. Yeah. Everybody take a drink. <laughs> yeah, uh, when I when the celery would get wrapped around. Because that's probably broccoli. Celery <laughs> gotta be vegetables. Oh my god. Cauliflower. Okay, stop. <laughs> Half an hour. Veggie tails. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. I literally don't think I can stop. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> um, they actually practice a lot of uh, the traditional Chinese uh, New Year customs. So they do the dragon dances and they give out the red envelopes full of money at Chinese New Year. And um, car horns. <laughs> They Our celebrate only, car horns? Yeah, they only celebrate with car horns. It's like a friendly way of saying hello. Oh, um, they don't like yell at like, people? They're not like, They're more the, more the, great job. Yeah. <laughs> friendly. Um, they actually... That's a... If we're, <laughs> you don't get this, I know, because you don't listen to any other podcast, but for some people who do listen to other podcasts, they might get that reference. Oh, okay. It's fine. That's a fun story. Great job. <laughs> Anyway, um, when Brother Is was laying in state, people all over Hawaii, when they hit the roadways, would honk their horns to, like, celebrate him as, like, a thing. Um, They also have another driving uh, tradition. If you see an old lady on the side of the road, Mm -hmm. you should pick her up and take her anywhere she wants you to go. Because it could be Pele 
the goddess who lives in the volcano. She's the goddess of volcanoes and fire. Not Tafiti. From Moana? Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Is, according to the internet and all the various sites, they all said Pele. No, um, I know. I'm just I making know. a Moana joke. <laughs> I just, I want to know where Disney came up with that name. Like, did they just make it up? Is it based on something? What's her grandma's name? Ray. That's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just going to call her Ray because she was obsessed with Ray's. Oh, okay. So, Grandma Ray. Yep. That's her name. Someone's going to... I have to look it up now. I'm sorry. Okay. Someone's going to correct us. But, and they should, man. We're wrong. Do, do, but do. if you're an old lady, you can just get wherever you want to go. Yeah, by standing by the side of the road. All right, you look that up. I'm going to finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the myth is that um, if you see an old lady on the side of the road, you should pick her up and take Tala, her... Tala. Grandma Tala. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to bother me. Are are you done? I'm done. (laughs) For now. I want to hear the end of the story. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All of our listeners are also (laughs) yelling. So disjointed. All right. So pick up an old lady on the side of the road because it might be Pele Mm -hmm. and she might reward you for taking care of her and getting her where she needs to go. Um, that or she might just get out of the car and say, thanks, sucker. <laughs> well, if I were an old lady, that's what I would do. Oh, I said, could be Pele. I could be Pele. And then you just like take a Werther's original. <laughs> there you go. You think I'm going to share that's Werther's Pele's original? Pele's blessing. <laughs> you think I would share those with a stranger? <laughs> nah, son, they'll get a, what's the? Get a Mike and Ike. <laughs> a single Mike and Ike sweaty it's from the bottom of my purse. It's not even a good one. You I don't see even... the chewy kind. Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst possible candy out there is the green mints, the like starite mints. Are you familiar with those? No. They're like, it's like a peppermint, but it's green. And I don't know why. I, it's like the green and white swirl one. Oh. I don't know why I hate hands. it, but I really do. I hate them. Okay. So that's what I would give out. He has an after dinner mint. <laughs> it's been in my clutch for 30 years. <laughs> I'm paid. <laughs> Oh, and then of course this is just very general, but um, apparently anybody who removes a lava stone or sand from the beaches of Hawaii mm-hmm. will be cursed. And annually, Hawaiian uh, uh, park directors and and people who work for the park systems, they regularly get mailings mm-hmm. of people who had these rocks. They smuggled them away, and their lives were immediately hellish afterwards. And so they send them back with their apologies. To be put back wherever they found them. <laughs> so those are That's some good. of the, uh, some of the the cultural, uh, and and slightly paranormal uh, things. There's <laughs> there's a lot of history. There's a lot of things to talk about. Probably the most prominent figure is Jeff. Oh, okay. Now's my now. Cue. Now's your segue. Now you can't I? just be like, and now. I'm sorry. Right you in the middle of your intro. Creating the perfect segue to it, though. Um, so I'm here to talk to you about royalty. Royalty. Oh, guys, we got to watch the royal wedding together. It was very we fun. We mentioned it last time. Did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, I can't remember. It's fine. I don't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I edited it. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> this is. I had a perfect segue, but then, okay. So then I took it away from the, you. As can't said already, um, the Kingdom of Hawaii was unified in 1795 
You're going to find all the islands that I'm not going to say because Kate already said them and I don't have to. I super duper said 1810, not 1795. Uh, that was when they were like, it, it, they kind of started. Oh, okay. It was a long campaign. Unifying them. And it was finished in 1810. There was a, a series of battles for lasting about 15 years. Um, yeah. Does that add up? Yep. Wraps up in 1810. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> ah, Wikipedia. Uh, so good. <laughs> Okay. Actually, I think I got mine from hawaiianislandculture.com. Oh. Um, it worked. They set up a constitutional monarchy modeled on European monarchies at the time. Um, and this was because um, they had, there was like a lot of influence coming from uh, England and France because they wanted to kind of like be friends with them or of colonize course. them. Um, and the U.S. was like, no, man, don't do that. We want it for ourselves eventually. So there's just kind of a lot of tension from other countries. But they set up, oh, is this what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay. I'm still listening. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You're just like, I think you can, if, if you listen closely, you can always tell when Kate just starts picking up her phone and doing something, because I'm always like, man, what are you doing? I don't, I don't think you can hear that, actually. I can. Um, anyway, so uh, eventually uh, they they roped in the last two islands, uh, Kaolai and me. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. You can be like the Forbidden Island and Target Island. What? I just gave all the names. Oh, okay. Oh, the nicknames. I get it. Yep. I get it. The other two islands, they joined the Union in 1810, and this was under the house of Kamehameha, which is what I'm going with. Uh, and like most monarchies, the passage of power was hereditary, but around 1872, there were a series of elected monarchs, meaning two. Just two elected monarchs. <laughs> because <laughs> two is a series. This, was, this all started because I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about uh, Lilu Kalani. Kalani mm-hmm. or, and I was like, I don't even understand how she got into power. And I just like went down this deep, deep rabbit hole of like the succession of Hawaiian monarchs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the power passed from the, the house of Kamehameha to the house of... Kalakawa? Mm-hmm. Kalakawa. Everybody, we are so sorry. This, this is, is so very sorry. hard. So sorry. Um, kind of, kind of makes you fond mm-hmm. for uh, mm-hmm. for the easy German and, and Yiddish words, right? Yeah. Like, that's so. In 1872, um, nope. Two years later, in 1874, I think they had just kind of like a succession crisis. I don't know what happened there. Wikipedia didn't tell me. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, David Kalakawa uh, was elected king. <laughs> There's your David. <laughs> that's probably what I got stuck on. Yeah, that's probably what you're thinking. I think of. I do have his name written down, too. Okay. <laughs> he was elected king in 1874, and... Oh, he was the second elected monarch. I'm good at reading my I notes. I kind of like the idea of an elected monarch. Like, it sounds I, messy, I, but... I enjoy the word king, though. I mean, I sure well, shit don't want to say King Trump, but... He was king. Ugh. Yeah, but he yeah, was I'm gonna an need elected. You to, like, I know. Just... All right, let's all just everybody take a drink, clear that evil. Okay. <laughs> Sage. Yeah. I have some in here. We can. We'll witchcraft all that out now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, they had an elected king, um, and I think they just like voted from a pool of like relatives because I don't think it was open to anyone. Hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway. So it was almost kind of like an oligarchy there at the end. Uh, a little bit. Uh, so he was elected Familiar. king. Familiar. And he uh, also didn't have children. So he thought in order to avoid uh, further uncertainty in the monarchy's succession, he laid out uh, the, the next couple people in line. So he uh, proclaimed that it would pass to his sister, Lilu Kalani, followed by Princess Victoria Kaulani, uh, who is the daughter of... The, their two sisters, whose name is Like Like or Like Like, if you're uh, pronouncing it very American. <laughs> it's literally. It's probably Like 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 yeah. Right? Just, just, just fake it till you make it. Spelled though, it's like Like Like. <laughs> anyway, so if for those of you who read the like Royal Diaries books, did you read any of those? No, we've been over this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, Dear America, they had Royal Diaries books, and there was one of Princess uh, Victoria Kailani. Am I remembering correctly that she was a goddaughter of Queen Victoria? There was a... Possibly. Connection there. I don't remember. Somebody else Google that later. It's fine. Just kidding. I'm going to Google it now. Okay. Um, so, uh, this is... Uh, I want to talk about the, the place that is is haunted is Ailani Palace. Mm-hmm. Ailani Palace. It was first built in 1845 during the Kamehameha Dynasty, and it was, it's in downtown Honolulu. Um, but by the time David Kalakaua assumed the throne, look how good I'm getting at these names. I'm just, like, speeding right through them. Um, anyway, the old palace was in poor condition, so he kind of just, like, demolished it and built a new one, and it was... Uh, he built it kind of in the style of European palaces because he traveled abroad and so he's like i'm gonna make this place seem more european um so anyway queen lilu kwani lilu kalani whatever you know (laughs) i lost it again you were doing so well (laughs) lilu kwani just like say it really fast and no one can really judge you uh that's kind of how i got through college if you're not sure say it with say it like you know say it like you're positive with feeling um (laughs) Yeah, she was born in 1838, and she was the first queen of Hawaii and the last monarch of Hawaii. Uh, she was... Super badass. I know, she seems so cool. She was uh, baptized as a Christian and educated at the royal school. So, I mean, this is, like, there was a time when Hawaii was, like, a lot more tribal and had chieftains and stuff. But by this time, it was, like, pretty westernized. So, um, do she married in an American-born dude named John Owen Dominus, who later became the governor of Oahu. Uh, they had no biological children, but they adopted several. I like her even more. I didn't I know. know that. Yeah. There's a oh, lot of, man. there's a lot of childness, childlessness in this family, but adopting people. So that's adopting is badass. Everybody, yeah. as you know, I, I think know. she was actually kind of adopted. I wasn't sure. It didn't say like for sure that her parents like died and she was orphaned and she was adopted, but I think she was just kind of like, brought up by a different family it's a shame how sketchy the details are i'm and i'm sure if we'd been given ourselves i think if we if i had like read a book well <laughs> that might have helped guys just for clarity we're, <laughs> we're recording these episodes three days apart because we're trying to get as much in while jen's still here yeah. so yeah we're kind of rushed uh but also we're not good at pronouncing things regularly so i mm-hmm. like the word archipelago is not even in another language so yeah also we're not to be smart i'm pretty it's fine um, so she, um, and her siblings were given 
Western titles of prince and princess um, when her brother David assumed the throne. Um, but her younger brother died in 1877, so she was named the heir apparent. Um, she also attended Queen Victoria's Golden Jubilee as a representative for her brother. Cool. Neat. Um, so she finally assumed the throne in January of uh, 1891, which, if you're paying attention, is not going to be no. a long time. Short reign. Yeah. So she attempted to draft a new constitution, which would restore the power of the monarchy and voting rights uh, to economically disenfranchised people. See? Because she's a badass. She's pretty cool. Uh, but this kind of pissed off uh, pro-American people there, and they decided, fuck this lady, and they overthrew the monarchy on January 17th, 1893. Put her on house like arrest, right? Two years later. Um, well, not quite yet. Oh. Um, the overthrow was bolstered by the landing... You can tell I'm copying and pasting this part. <laughs> this was bolstered by the landing of U.S. Marines under John L. Stevens, and the monarchy just, like, couldn't, like, they couldn't protect themselves. Um, so they, after this coup, they established the Republic of Hawaii. Um, but ultimately, the goal was to be annexed by the U.S., as we know. Um, so that happened, and then a couple people, like, very Tudor England style, or just, like, any style, I don't know, plotted to overthrow and put her back on the throne. Yeah, um, uh, Tudor England is about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like they covered that a lot. No, this person. <laughs> so, um, but it was unsuccessful, obviously, and the oligarchical government placed um, the former queen under house arrest at the Alani Palace. Which, if you're going to be under house arrest, yeah, there are worse places. Yeah, Tower of London wasn't that cushy. Well, and also she avoided a much worse fate. Uh, she she was arrested. And like put on trial, mm-hmm. um, and she, uh, she was like through various deals. She ended up agreeing to abdicate the throne, um, which officially end ended the monarchy there. And she did that um, in exchange for the release and commutation of death sentences for six of her supporters. She also, as I recall, uh, encouraged passive resistance amongst all of the people who were still for Hawaiian sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And so her gentility, her grace under fire saved a lot of Hawaiian lives. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Super badass. Mm-hmm. Like we should all be this cool. Yeah. Um but for herself, she was um she was sentenced to 5 years hard labor in prison and a fine of $5,000, but they decided uh We'll just take your country later that like yeah they just decided to like oh never mind you can just be in house arrest in your palace uh and in october of 1896 uh the republic of hawaii gave her a full pardon and restored her civil rights um so yeah that that was kind of the end of that uh there were a couple other attempts to restore the monarchy and oppose annexation but uh, then the Spanish-American War happened, and the U.S. was just like, "All right, enough of this bullshit. We're just annexing." Yeah, we're so. This is ours now. We have to go deal with the Mexicans. This is mine. Um, yeah. So she was kind of like she was free at this point, but didn't really have anything to do. She was like now a private citizen, so she spent some time traveling in the states, in uh, Massachusetts and Washington D.C., where she sought kind of like legal payback from the u.s because they when they came in and you know deposed the monarchy and stuff they seized all of their land mm-hmm. and so suddenly she just didn't have any income yeah didn't have any income didn't have any assets 
So she was largely unsuccessful, uh, but they did end up giving her a stipend of uh, $1,250 a month, um, like $1,250 a month that's... from the territory of Hawaii in 1911, which is That's okay. Pretty you can peace. live on that. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, it's not, you know, she's not going to be able to buy a house in Newport News, but mm-hmm. she also will not starve in the gutter. Not that, like, it's not in me to characterize the United States government as particularly generous at any given time, mm-hmm. but... I think they maybe a little bit saw her as... I think the U.S. tends to be more lenient with people who are rich because... <laughs> yep. Congress sees that. Is like, oh, that could be me someday. So when the violent uprising comes, yep. Mm-hmm. So that's you do know. you hear the people <laughs> sing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. So she had do 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 do. So she had the stipend. Um, and she just kind of like lived in her house, uh, which was called Washington Place, um, and. Just she did cool stuff. She was kind of involved, but she also mostly just chilled. Um, she was an artist as well, right? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So she she wrote um, a book while she was under house arrest, and it was called um, it was her autobiography, and it was called Hawaii Story by Hawaii's Queen. Um, and she also composed several songs, including the one that everyone probably immediately thinks of when they think of Hawaii. Blue Hawaii by Elvis? No. Okay, fine. Aloha Oi. <laughs> Aloha Oi. Yes. That's a good song. Uh, yeah. Did she write that under house arrest or did she write that before? I think it was after. Okay. So, because it's it's the goodbye song. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I know exactly when, but. I'm going to just twitch over to my notes for just a second. Oh, yeah. Because I think I may have written, written it down. It down. Okay. Um. She wrote Aloha Oi in 1878, so oh. well before she became queen. Uh, but there was uh, quite a, you know, uh, it was during that period of, up- of royal upheaval. Mm-hmm. So not exactly saying goodbye to Hawaii, but saying goodbye to the people who made Hawaii very secure. I see. All right. Well, that's good. Um well, okay, moving on. Uh, in April, <laughs> I don't know how to transition to this. <laughs> Next, uh, in April. <laughs> of 19- Next slide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in April, April 1817, she raised the U.S. flag above her residence at Washington Place in honor of five Hawaiian sailors who perished in the sinking of the SS Aztec by German used boats, which is interesting because that um, people interpreted that as a symbolic support of the United States, which would be weird for her. It's kind of like her giving in to being like, yeah, we're part of the U.S. Well, now. But I will t- counterpoint, and this might be... Probably not, but go ahead. Okay. Um, subsequent historians argue that her, quote, her gesture that day was intended to reflect the dignity with which she still held the right of her people to choose their own fate along, long after she was gone. So it's kind of like... She doesn't feel very American, but she recognized that they chose to fight for the U.S. Okay, that's kind of where I was headed. Okay. So I, when I was learning about uh, Brother Is mm-hmm. and he, his activism for Hawaiian sovereignty, I at first was like, yeah, let Hawaii be its own place. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, ooh, but we need Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was kind of doing that dance back and forth. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I have never been to Hawaii. 
I hope I get there someday because it seems perfect and wonderful and amazing. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine that it's kind of a complex relationship if you are a native Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. So you are culturally Polynesian and Japanese and Chinese and Filipino and Portuguese. Mm -hmm. You are American, but also Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. You have, you know, this urge for Hawaii to go back to when it was Hawaii instead of just another state. But also you really rely on, you know, it's it's one of the easiest places for Americans to travel because it's still America. Mm -hmm. Um, The strength of the... Uh, U.S. military, uh, the the naval fleet in the Pacific is mm-hmm. at your beck and call. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a complex relationship. Mm-hmm. So before, when we were like, oh yeah, we're Hawaii sovereignty, yeah, down with U.S. imperialism, cool. But also, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, but... <laughs> it's it's a it's not an easy dance. Um, so I can appreciate that she's kind of straddling that line and and maybe in some ways recognizing that mm-hmm. other Hawaiians for years future, also going to be straddling that line. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think she kind of recognized the time and, like, things were just going that way. Yep. Um, so, yeah, she, not long after that, her, her health began to deteriorate um, kind of sharply, and uh, she died on November 11th, 1917, at the age of 79. I think it might have been a stroke. Um, Wikipedia was not clear. Um I imagine in 1917 it wasn't exactly clear either. Yeah, I guess People so. just sort of still died I don't, back Yeah, then. it was just like... There wasn't a whole lot of detail involved. <laughs> I mean, they knew some things. Um, anyway, so the, the Bells of St. Andrew's Cathedral and Kauai Hau Church told 79 times in honor of uh, the years of her life. Um, and then keeping with Hawaiian tradition regarding the death of royalty, her body was not removed from her home until nearly midnight. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say, like, for days. For days, I, was I know. I be really upset. I was going to be like... <laughs> like, Hawaii's hot, y'all. I, I know. Maybe that's why it's only until midnight. Right. <laughs> They're like... It's a little cooler. We want to we wanna respect and lay out the body, but not that long. Um, this is no Abraham Lincoln situation. Oh. Yeah. The great leak all over America. Okay, uh, but after it was removed from her home, uh, her body lay in state at Kauai Hau Church. Sorry, guys. For public viewing, after which she received a state funeral in the throne room of Iolani Palace on November 18th. So that's her life and death. Now, ghosts. Now her afterlife. <laughs> um... Do, 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 do. So, as you might imagine, Alani Palace is has some energy to it. It spent some time kind of like not, I don't know, it was, I think it was uh, renovated in the 30s and now it's like a place that you can go visit. Um, it can... was pretty advanced even before that. I, I happened to read that it when they first built it, they had it fitted for electric and telephones and yeah, uh, it was sense. pretty advanced, mm-hmm. which cool. It sounds fun. Um, so uh, while captive there, uh, uh, Lila Kulani spent hours composing songs, poetry, needlework, and quilting. Um, many of her works are among, are in the collection of the palace and they also have ancient modern artifacts. Um, and this is something that might be your notes, but um, kind of a Hawaiian idea 
is uh, the idea of mana or unexplained energy forces that are, okay, maybe not. I didn't have that, but let me write it down. Well, well, well. Um, it's kind of like bodies and like artifacts can have this energy or mana attached to them. That's certainly true. Yeah. Have you ever been kind of like spiritually zapped by an artifact? Yeah, well, there's maybe. There's a couple artifacts in our collection at the museum where it's just like, ah, whoever had this had a lot of spirit. Some of the paintings especially. They, we have that. some paintings. Hmm. Any of Dorian Gray? No. Okay. Uh, so, um, they they think due to like her tragic life and death um, that uh, Lulu Kalani's spirit is throughout lingers throughout the palace and the grounds. Um, over the years, security guards and visitors have experienced sightings of the late queen. They've heard singing, chanting, and piano playing in an upstairs chamber. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, after visiting hours as recently as 2006, a sighting of a Hawaiian woman's image was visible from the upstairs room. Visitors have heard talking sounds of footsteps and images of a woman dressed in black. Um, I think she did wear black in her later years. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like while she was under house arrest, I imagine. Uh, she was also very fond of cigars. And so visitors will <laughs> often smell unexplained cigar smoke. And see strange light um, in the palace turret, uh, which was not wired for electricity. So. Was it? Are they thinking it's like the end of one of her cigars? That, yeah. That's the strange light? Yeah. I love her more and more. I know. <laughs> Play musician, needlepoint, activist, fond of cigars. She and I could have hung. She's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, there's also weird things with um, alarms. Um, the security will be set. And then on random nights, the guards will report that to the, will report that they hear the alarm sounding. And then after they inspect it, um, nothing's happening. Um, or they would find the, the queen's bedroom door unlocked in a jar. Then they would reset the alarm and close it. Um, hours later, they'd return to the sounding alarm and the queen's bedroom mysteriously unlocked again. Cool. Just fucking with things. Um, and apparently there's like a pretty regular appearance around 5.30 a.m. Um, on, I don't know, many days, <laughs> mornings, I guess. Um, and that's, that's when guards, I guess, most frequently see her. Wow. Yeah. She's an early riser. Very regular. Um, they even, they hear piano mysteriously playing in the blue room. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, there's also, apparently, if you are a descendant of the royal bloodline and co- connection to the Kalakaua and the Kapiolani, whatever, families, uh, claim to hear chanting or Hawaiian music when they enter the upstairs bedroom. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um... I liked that note. Oh, it's a little, it's a little spooky. Um... <laughs> this is me reading through my notes. Do I have anything loved? I don't know. There's just a lot of like figures spotted in windows and sounds and music and lights. Um, there's also the palace grounds. So the palace was built like near the official burial grounds for the royal family. Mm-hmm. And there's still like tombs there. Um, there's. Is she interred there? I don't know. I mean, that would make sense. But I don't know if they like still used it or. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't, it didn't say. Um, 
but there's like strange lights and there's 135 year old banyan trees um banyan trees are very cool they have these incredible root systems mm -hmm. uh they're they're really they're really fascinating hmm. um ge not geologically biologically <laughs> you guys should check them out they're rocks <laughs> Shut up, guys. <laughs> uh, I would say I'm going home, but we're recording this at my house. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, those, apparently it's believed that there are many ghosts who live within the branches of those trees, and they are thought to be wandering spirits of the commoners and royalty alike. Um, there's also a fenced-off area with a sign reading Kapu, which translates to danger or keep out. Um, and uh, within that fence is an ancient burial site of the royal... Kamehameha II and Queen Kamalu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. In the, many members of the of the monarchy were buried there, but in 1865, their bodies were exhumed and relocated to the Royal Mausoleum of Hawaii, which is not there. Um, but yeah, so the the grounds are considered sacred and forbidden to like it's it's off limits because they just don't want you to mess with that and well and something should be theirs yeah you know i mean Come on. Can we, just we took your thing? entire archipelago yeah and we used it for all sorts of horrific bombing testing yeah and so you know what if you want to take one sacred ground all right i guess we can let yeah. you have that yeah so and it's yep it's forbidden and believed to have incredible amounts of mana so that is very cool. Yeah. Well, you learned the word mana. I picked up the word aumakua. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sorry in advance. A-U-M-A-K-U-A. -A -A. I'm going to go with aumakua. 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 Um, sure. Which means a paranormal being, the spirit of somebody who was yeah. deceased. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a couple examples of those, par those paranormal beings at... Page, edit, edit, edit. <clears throat> I like to leave in the foley sometimes, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we have a couple examples of those paranormal beings at Morgan's Corner, which is one of the most haunted places uh, in Oahu. Ooh. I know. Corner. Cor Morgan's Corner. Now, they say it's a corner, but it's actually an incredibly tight hairpin curve. Mm -hmm. It's part of the Nua... Anu Valley, Nua Anu Valley, yep. uh, on the island of Oahu. Um, back in 1948, they had a truly grisly murder. Uh, there was a widow, her name was Therese Wilder, and she was cooking in her home near Morgan's Corner mm -hmm. uh, when two escaped felons who had been robbing local houses in the neighborhood, uh, their names were... Uh, Morgan, I believe that's the Morgan of Morgan's Corner. Oh, I was wondering who his name And Paola Kiko. They were two escaped felons who were robbing neighborhoods. Uh, they came upon Wilder cooking in her home, and they smelled her amazing cooking. And, and they said, let's kill her and eat her food. That's exactly what they said. Yes, oh, exactly. What the hell? They bound her, gagged her, and killed her, left her body, robbed her house, ate all of her food. Um, and so... She was found days later oh. by her landscaper. Okay. For once, it wasn't a dog walker, though. Like, it's always dog walkers who find the blood. Probably because the dogs smell it and go fucking nuts. Yeah. Gambit would be like, what is this deliciousness? Oh, <laughs> he would, too. He's a nasty little demon. Um, yeah, so she, she was killed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's probably haunting the area. They get all sorts of crazy... 
uh, energy spikes and ghost sightings and things like that. But get this piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 1948. Okay. Hawaii did not have the death penalty. Okay. And so Morgan and Palau Kiko uh-huh. served out their punishment and went on living in Oahu, died of natural deaths. So they didn't even get life in prison? Guess not. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Yep. So they got out, died natural deaths. All three are now haunting Morgan's Corner. <laughs> now, they're not the only spirits there. Mm-hmm. We also have the tortured spirit of a young woman. Now, of course, okay. these stories are stories. They're, they're common stories. They turned up on a couple different websites. Uh, but there's no background information. There's no Wikipedia article that has like a link to anything based in reality. So mm-hmm. big old chunky grain of salt, y'all. So this young woman, she's not named. Uh, she was spurned in love and she committed suicide by hanging. Oh, that's the worst one. And because she was so far on this, uh, this road with these hairpin curves, um, they didn't find her for quite some time. Mm-hmm. The dead weight of her body severed her spine, but her head and neck were still caught in the noose. And so um, (laughs) she was in these two pieces. When they buried her, they didn't bury the head. Why? What did they do with it? I I couldn't find an answer to that. Elmer McCurdy situation. (laughs) (laughs) Elmer McCurdy. I don't. I don't think she's gonna show up in a haunted house. No, but um, oh, be so fun. allegedly that's why her spirit uh, wanders and moans and is oh. looking for her love along Headless. this uh, hairpin corner. Now this one is possibly the most creepy, but it also feels the most urgent urban legendy. Mm-hmm. So these are the stories of these two young lovers, and they took their car up through these curvy roads uh, until they parked under a tree near Morgan's Corner, and they were necking. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, after a while, they're like, all right, let's not get pregnant. Let's go home. And so they go to turn on the car, and the car won't turn on. And then the Zodiac came out and killed them. What? Ted Cruz? (laughs) Ted Cruz shows up. No, it was not the Zodiac. What year is this? (laughs) They didn't give a year for this one. Damn it. Um, I'm going to assume the 70s. it's not him. Right. It's not not him. (laughs) We we don't know who the murderer is. The the boy, the the boyfriend goes and he's going to go find somebody to help him get this car to go. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's pretty late at night. So he tells the girlfriend just stay with the car. And so she says okay. And she, it's pretty late and she's awful tired. She hears rustling outside. She thinks it's just the tree that they're parked under. Mm-hmm. So she falls asleep to the oh, sound. Okay. Nope. No. Rustling no. against the car. <laughs> the next morning, she's a Rustling, that sounds like fingernails. <laughs> Just what? you wait, girl. No. <laughs> the next morning, she's awoken by a police officer tapping his flashlight. Wait, so against she... Against the glass. The... She lives. She makes she it through the night. She lives through the night. Okay. And the police officer is telling her, don't look up. Look at your feet. Look at your feet and walk forward. Oh my god. And she's in the car? She's currently in the car. Wait, so this is like the perfect horror movie fake out where you think it's going to be her that gets it all the time. And then you like, then she makes it to morning and you're like, oh, phew. And then, and then. And then. And then. She lives. Okay. Spoiler alert. So the police officer is telling her, look at your shoes. Look at your shoes. Walk forward. Do not look behind you. But like Saul's wife. 
Mm-hmm. Or Lot's wife. Lot's yep. wife. Saul's she wife. She looks behind her. You know, the Bible. Uh, it's not really my <laughs> Anyone knows suit. the Bible, it's you. <laughs> she she looks. She's too curious. Uh-huh. And hanging above the car mm-hmm. is the mutilated yep. body of her lover. No. His fingernails were oh. clutching at the roof of the car. Oh, God. Trying to get her attention to get her help. But she was too sleepy and she mistook the noise. Oh, and God. so he died, and they never solved the murder. It was Ted Cruz. <laughs> it, was, it was Ted Cruz. And it was Ted Cruz the entire <laughs> time. time. Yeah, so that's those are just some of the stories from Morgan's Corner. There's actually more, but I got those because they were wonderfully creepy. Uh, but very, right, like, is aren't those perfect urban legends? Like, they feel very 70s. Yeah. Um, so that's, those are the hauntings that I have. And this is turning into rather a short episode. I feel bad. Uh, we can pull a listener story. We should pull a listener story. I'm trying to find one. Okay. Yes. I have a listener story for us. Uh, it comes from Melanie. A name we can pronounce. Yay. <laughs> oh God. We're the worst. I'm um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> God, we're so white. Uh, okay. Melanie writes... <laughs> This is, I had to respond, this was from a while ago, but I had to respond to her immediately because this was like the greatest intro to an email I've ever read. Um, Blessed be my cryptid cuties, my haunted, haunting heroines, my supernatural sluts. Okay. I have never been more in love. Thank you. Also, tag yourself. I want to be, am I cryptid cutie? I'll be cryptid cutie. Okay. That can be our band name. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Um, okay, that last one might have gone gone too far. Um, what? When you uh, call the sluts? The supernatural sluts. No, we're just accurate. I like it. That's me. (laughs) And Um, you can be cryptid cutie and supernatural slut. I love that. It's kind of funny, though, because definitely I'm sluttier than you ever thought about being. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. You're cute. Um, at the end of December, I Facebook messaged you with a nightmare-inducing picture of a large group of kids in gas masks from the 1930s. Um, yep. You remember this? Yep. Okay. Uh, I said I would write uh, you about a few of my experiences. <laughs> good reading. Uh, I have a lot of them. See, guys, we're not even good at our shh, own language. Shh, shh, shh. I'm reading. It's hard. <laughs> um, uh, I have a lot of them, so I will just give the ones that stand out most in my mind. I'm a spirit medium. I have been a sensitive and clairvoyant. At least I think that's what she meant to write. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All my life, um, I could feel when something was around me or in other locations, and I could hear voices and music. About a year ago or so, I began looking into Wicca and paganism, and an eclectic practicing pagan. Hell yeah, blessed be. <laughs> that just made me think of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> blessed be the fruit. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. I have to finish that. Yeah, I haven't gotten to season two yet. Uh, along with this new spirituality, I began meditating and opening my third eye. Boom, floodgate open. Yeah, that's first, how you do it. Yeah, apparently. Um, the first thing that stands out in my mind was my husband's grandmother came to me in a dream. She passed away 19 years ago. My husband and I have been together for five, so I've only seen a photo of her when Lewis and I started dating. Anyway, in the dream, she hands me a bag of prescription pill bottles, then leads Lewis away with her arm around him. I had such a feeling of worry. Yeah. When I woke. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would be. Um, I immediately told Lewis, and when I uh, stated, she handed me a gallon Ziploc bag of bottles with your name on it, and I couldn't figure out why the bag was so important. Lewis stopped me and said, "Are you serious?" His grandmother died of cancer, and 
uh, was on a lot of meds. She kept them all in a gallon Ziploc bag with the red zipper piece on top, just wow. like in my dream. Wow. She's worried about his health, and she has come to me several times since. I, just, I hope Lewis is okay. Yeah, for real. Uh, story number two. Near my home is a place called the Trivet Clinic in Harmony, North Carolina. It is an old hospital built in 1932. You can find it on Facebook. It is quite active paranormal-wise. Ooh. Fun. I know, right? And I'm going to find it on Facebook right now. Yeah, I figured you were. (laughs) Go ahead. You know, as I do. Uh, You can visit at any time with an appointment, but in October they do a haunted tour. You are encouraged to bring any ghost hunting equipment, which I did a couple years ago. The tour guide slash owner goes throughout the house telling about each ghost and history of the home. In the basement, though, is much different. There's a ghost of a little girl named Majesty who will play ball with you. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she will knock it out of your hand, which is not great. Uh, I have seen the outline of a man in, in a window at the back where no one was. The biggest thing uh, was I was videoing the crowd. It was, yeah. Um, at the back of the room, from the back of the room, there was a large uh, pub-style table to my left where one of the ghosts, can't remember his name, liked to hang. Um, I some, I felt someone grab my shoulder. It didn't hurt. It wasn't hard, but it was a grip. I jerked around, and my son was to my right. I said, oh, Johnny scared me. He just laughed. When going home, I started talking about how much he scared me by grabbing my left shoulder. He said, Mom, I didn't touch you. There wasn't anyone around you. No. Hey. See, I don't like the physical manifestations, like knocking the ball out of your hand or somebody grabbing my shoulder. Yeah. Fuck that. No, thank you. <laughs> don't fucking touch me. That's a lot. That's... Um, anyway, lastly, as far as stories go, I will tell you about the girls who, quote, live in my house. Spirits. And they are your daughters, and what a lovely story. And they are fine, <laughs> and they are alive, and everybody has a pulse. Yeah. Uh, spirits come and go with me. Sensitives are like flames to moss. True. Um, but there are two girls who are here and don't want to leave. That's great. One is Samantha and the other is Melinda. I love the names. Melinda. <laughs> uh, both are around eight or nine years old. They did not know each other in life. They died in different time periods. So I don't know quite as much about Samantha as I do Melinda. Melinda's father killed her. That's awesome. I believe she lived in the late 1800s. Samantha is a bit more shy, but she is one. She's the one that moves my husband's stuff around. (sighs) Yep. She she likes to mess with him mostly and me only occasionally. The dogs know she's there. Kate, if you're right about animals sensing spirit, I have three dogs, and there are times they will all perk their ears up and stare at the corner near the front door. Sometimes they even bark while staring. They know something is there. Yep. That's chill. My mom just moved, my mom just moved into a new place, right? And Mm -hmm. she has, because my sister is recuperating from her hip. And everything's fine and nothing happened. And everything's fine and nothing happened. What a great boring story. story. (laughs) No, Willow has started barking at their unused bedroom. Hey. Yeah. That's I I personally I think it's just squirrels. Willow really um, hates squirrels. Okay. So uh they live in kind of a squirrely area. Squirrely area. Uh it was it was the weirdest thing. We went over to make Mother's Day breakfast and we got there before everybody they were all at church and I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna go to church. Um on account of I don't wanna burst into flame. Mm-hmm. And so uh we were just there and Willow was just barking and barking and barking at this door with nobody in it. No. 
creepy. No. Yeah. It's probably just a squirrel. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Finally, I am guessing you are wondering, how does she know anything about these ghost children? Yes. Tell us. Glad you asked. Well, like I said earlier, I meditate and talk to my spirit guides, and they help with the communication while I'm zoned out. Mostly, though, I communicate with a pendulum and a pendulum board. Yep. Okay. I have tried tarot, and the cards just didn't talk to me, if that makes sense. It does. Okay. <laughs> Do you... You know, it, no, I, I okay. get it. I Do just, you know what pendulum is? That's where um, you have a crystal on a thing, yeah. and then you swing it. Yeah. Or it swings. Someone else swings it. Right, yeah. you're. It's, <laughs> it's kind of more like picking up energy than anything else. Right. I mean, literally, you hold it stock still. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I've done okay with pendulum and crystal ball. I do best with cards. It's a, it's a different so way for different people, yeah. Works. Yeah. Um... Uh, but my pendulum has not let me down once. Sometimes I just ask questions about my past lives. Nice. Eight, not including this one. Or I just spend time getting to know my guides. Four for now. I had five, but one was reborn and had to leave me. Cool. Yeah. Can um, you, uh, if she, does she go on to tell us about her guides? I don't. Um, okay. Well, if not, sweetie pie, I want to hear about your guides. Right back. <laughs> okay. I have talked directly to some spirits. A friend's son was murdered several years ago, and I talked to him. My best friend's grandfather died, but the family didn't know if it was an accident or if he was murdered. It wasn't natural causes. Then I spoke to my husband's grandmother, the one that likes coming to me in dreams. Mm -hmm. For years, Lewis has held on to the guilt where she is concerned. She had me tell him she is not upset or hurt and that he didn't go to her funeral. Along with cancer, she had late-stage dementia. When my stepson was a month old, Lewis took him to the hospital. He said when she saw her great-grandson, her eyes lit up. She wanted to hold him but couldn't because she was too weak. When they told her she couldn't, Lewis said her eyes just went back blank. Lewis had wondered for 19 years nearly if she knew that was his son. Wow. Yeah. She was able to tell him through me that she had a moment of lucidity and knew it was Lewis Jr. That she also relayed that to Lewis's mom. Her daughter didn't have to go. Oh, she also relayed that Lewis's mom, her daughter, didn't have to go to Puerto Rico. Uh, my husband is Latino to spread her ashes. Uh, she just. She was trying to save her the trip. Honey, don't spend the money. You don't have to go. It's fine. <laughs> just go to the haunted mansion in Disney World. Um, <laughs> Drop me in a Denny's parking lot. It's cool. <laughs> um, she was just fine letting um, her hang on to him. Oh, to them. well, that's nice, too. That was nice. Uh, I didn't know she had been cremated. Oh, okay. That's extra. The relief that session brought to Lewis was instantaneous. He cried hard, relieved that she wasn't mad at him. I apologize for this being so long, but I wanted to give you a couple of my highlights. Feel free to contact me if you want any more, if you want a reading. I am game for anything. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'll do cards for you. You do a reading for me. I want to hear about my past lives. Let's talk. Um, also, <laughs> I I just happened to be looking at this. Mm-hmm. Probably since he's Latino, it's probably Luis instead of Louis. God damn it. I, w- I was wondering the whole time. Aggressively white. No, I was. It's just, be- yeah. It's because it doesn't have the O in it, too. So I was like, maybe it's. Yeah. God damn it. Yep. No, I think it's Luis. <laughs> I should have read this all through. I apologize. Go back, retcon that I said Luis. You know what? It's I mean. I it's forgot the same that there was name. like I was like oh so it's not Louis, but then I forgot that there's another pronunciation. There's a third version. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I had a good friend in high school named Luis. He was the greatest. He's uh he was a boxer. He was a really cool guy. 
Um, I hope he's well, wherever he is. Yeah. Sorry. So, all right. Well, yeah, honey, let's <laughs> let's get together. Let's uh, maybe we can talk about that on the page or message us, whatever. Uh, let's do the thing. Also, apologies to Esty, who we per- mispronounced her name last time. Yes. And she has since corrected us. I think that's just going to be our thing from here on out. Like, it's a paranormal creepy history show where white women butcher every other Also, name. if you want to start including phonetic pronunciations, that yes. would also be okay. That's super great. Uh, I'll start, uh. It reminds me of that old country song, I'll start walking your way, you start walking my... <laughs> Oh, uh, 90s country was boss. That's very good. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, thank y'all. Guys, uh, thanks especially to Alex for inspiring this episode. I super want to go to Hawaii now. I know. Like, everything about Hawaii seems amazing. I want to go to Hawaii, wonderful. like, in the dead of winter, but. I, no, I don't care. I'll just be there all the time. time. Although, did you, I also read that um, because it's so far off the mainland, normal everyday things have incredibly high prices. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. a jar of peanut butter is like eight or nine dollars in Hawaii. Uh, so, so fuck that. Yeah. But still, Hawaii, boss-ass place. Yeah. Um, thank you uh, so much for inspiring us, and thank you to... I'm sorry, who wrote who wrote in for the listener show? I just... You just closed it. Of it. I said your name at the beginning. I think it was... No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> Thanks for sending in your story, though. Um, and if you want to... Melanie? Send it, was it Melanie? I, I think it was Melanie. Okay. It was a... Yeah. We'll double check. I think it was. Um, so thank you also to our listener story guys. You're the fucking best. Uh, <laughs> um, if you want to send us your story, you can send it to this podcast is haunted at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're at haunted underscore pod. We are this podcast is haunted on Facebook and Instagram. And also thank you to our studio audience. Woo! Yay! Yay! <laughs> super fun. All right. Until next time. Yeah. Yeah, until next time. Uh, Stay spooky, motherfuckers. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.